Katie, my friend, welcome to the Justin Aguirre podcast. What's up? What's up? What's up? You and I on this Zoom call and yo, you're on your way to the Entrepreneur Summit and you pulled off the side of the road. Girl, you are so fucking dedicated. (laughs) (laughs) We got to make it happen. Got to make it happen. Seriously, I want everyone listening to know Katie is from Canada, small little town in Canada. And her and I connected on Instagram because that's where you meet cool people. And we, uh, yeah, I want everyone to know that when I looked at her profile, I was like, this is a cool ass chick. And she asked me if she could be on the podcast. And I was like, hell yeah. That's how it worked. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, those connections. Those connections, those connections. You know, there's certain people you, you like, you see them, you see their profile, like, people that talk on their stories I really respect them and I resonate with that because that's hard to do so there's certain people you see and you're like oh yeah I'm gonna have a connection with that person you know oh yeah oh yeah that's how you get to know know people too is like is just sharing your story and like being able to get over the fear and just settle it I find that like super helpful of really diving into yourself of like oh this fear is coming up and then being able to be like okay why is that and so yeah. it, it's really helped me in that sense even yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I, I want you to eventually share your story but I want to stay there real quick like why do you think it's so hard for people to get on camera and speak honestly probably not accepting themselves and so judgment of themselves mainly and like that other people are also going to judge them so you're like predetermining like all these negative things like it almost feels like you're gonna die but it's not true it's like it goes back to our self-talk it's like the world doesn't revolve around you you're not all that special like these fears come up and they're like just imaginary and so it goes back to like our self-talk well that's that's what's interesting is it's like it's fear but it's like ego you know yeah because when you when you're fearful of something you really don't feel like you're being egotistical like to me like for years I thought those were like completely different things like prideful ego arrogant those are synonyms but when I'm scared it's like I'm taking on humility I'm like scared like wimpy you know I'm like humble like over humble but like when when we talk about getting on camera and fear it really has to do more with ego. Yeah, of like, that's a, that's very like an interesting perspective because like we all want to seem like this like high and mighty person, but as soon as the spotlight's on us, it's like, oh, oh, oh no, no, like, no, don't, don't point that in my direction. It's like, so you want the satisfaction of being this image, but not actually living it too, so. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, it's something that, I'm starting to help people with like my program. So everyone knows is like mindset, fitness, nutrition. But just recently I've had a few people because of this podcast ask me like, Hey, like, can you help me like be, become a better communicator? Can you help me like talk more? Can you help me with getting on camera? So I actually like started helping people with that. Like doesn't even have to do with like fitness and nutrition, just like straight communication. Um, so I, I say that because it's like a real problem, uh, in society. Cause there's all these people that have these messages they want to share and they can't do it. 
Yeah. And that's powerful. Like that's powerful because like, like to be able to express rather than suppress, because we're, if we're being suppressed, it's, it doesn't feel all that great. Like it's bottled up energy. And so the fact that like, you even went like, got handed, like led down this road to help people share that that's powerful. Yeah, man. Yeah. Well, enough about me. Like, I want to hear your story because I actually don't know it either. And I know a lot of it has led you to get on camera yourself and talk about it. And so uh, before the show, you know, we were talking about like, you know, just different um, particular areas of interest that you have in in your life and things that are your heartbeat. Um, But I guess let's just start here. Like, you're an, you're a coach now you're helping other people you're like giving them like beyond training and nutrition you're giving them mindset you're helping them believe in themselves you're helping them see who who they really are who they were made to be you're helping them tap into the a side of themselves they never thought was possible you weren't always in that position i'm assuming you came from a much different place and never did you think that you'd be able to actually be a leader and a coach to other people, right? Not at all. I actually used to be the most irresponsible out of my family and a basket case, honestly. <laughs> um, yeah, so I started in this like small little town, pretty average family. And growing up, I always had a very stubborn mindset let's just Mm. put it that way yeah and so certain events happened of like I got kicked out of the house because I wanted to spend more time with my my father and I was told that I wasn't allowed back in the house until I was fixed and so I dealt Mm. a lot with some emotional trauma that way like I never really felt like I was loved And so I would act out in certain ways just to get attention or get validation or try to like make a ruckus. So like I was seen. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And so that carried through and I was always like told I was the shit child or maybe not in those words, but I was always the one causing trouble. And so it was like, that became my image. It was always crazy Katie. And so that's deep. I think a lot of people, they, uh, what you're told when you're young, you actually act into and you become, and you carry that identity for like 30 years sometimes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Sorry. No, that's okay. Like, because like, it's true. I was always the wild one. I was always the crazy one. And I want to make a point of when I was told that I needed to be fixed. I, out of spite, I tried my hardest to not make that true. So it's like, that, no. What does that mean? Sorry, I just don't know what that means. Um, the way that I took it was like, if I don't follow what sh- like my mother wanted or certain people want it from me, then I would not be loved or I would right. be almost shunned or I'd be like, something would be withheld. Got it. Or I'd be in trouble. And so it's like, I had to fix myself. So get in alignment with what they wanted of me. Got it. And Got it. comply with whatever, right? Got it. Got it. It's just form like, again, ego, right? Yeah. 
<laughs> and so, um, yeah, so I had to be fixed. And so that made me like go super hard into putting on mask of like, no, I don't need to be fixed because I'm doing this. See, like I'm doing something good. Yeah. Um, later down the years, um, some like um, some trauma and stuff would happen, like some difficult situations. And I felt really misunderstood. I, I had like a big heart, but it mm. was always masked because it would, I'd just be under misunderstood. And so when I was 19, I was living with my father, never really felt like I fit in anywhere. I was like the black sheep of the family. And I ended up amongst this family um, that showed me that I was that perfect image of a vulnerable girl, just wanting to be loved, accept it and validate it. And so I was a prime like person that didn't see the value in myself and could be taken advantage of um yeah and ended up with a family like what do you mean by that like you just like I, I, I was working at this I was working at um as a waitress okay. and one of the co-workers there would invite me over to their family and stuff so it just became like a close family and start hanging yeah. out right yep and so that's how I got introduced to um, this group of people. And it was something that I lacked, which they kind of gave me is like this, like love and acceptance yeah. and didn't really care about my wrongdoings type thing. But yep. when you don't value yourself or don't feel that within you is you almost end up in the wrong hands because you're seeking that from someone else exactly. you're seeking that something outside side side of yourself and so that led to a dom like domestic abuse so a lot of manipulation and I end up in ended up in this like snowball of spider webs and I was 19 and I didn't know how to get out of it and it continued to get worse and worse because I thought oh like if I just give them what they want then they'll start to leave me alone. Right. Yep. And so I got, so just continued to get worse and worse and deeper in the hole and didn't know how to get out. I didn't feel like I could go to anyone to really speak up about it or to let them know what was going on or ask for help. And so I just kept yeah. it quiet and kept on suffering, which again led to um being blackmailed into domestic abuse wow. and multiple times and because I didn't really value myself I didn't even understand how how severe it was yeah um, and so I didn't even recognize it as domestic abuse because it was just you, the, the programming was really yeah yeah it was the programming until someone had to point it out because at the time I was just starting a new job um, at this factory. You were how old and around this time? 19. 19, okay. Yeah. And so I just started a new job and this all started happening. And so, um, yeah, when I was going through that, 
my trainer would recognize that I was like going through some stuff. I'd be crying and he kept on asking. He was relentless with it. And eventually I opened up. I was like, okay, like all of my Facebook, social media was being hacked at the time. I was being threatened from the moment I woke up at like all day, all day at three o'clock in the morning until I I went to bed it was like it was almost like he didn't sleep and I was being harassed on and threatened on all the social medias my fate like all my social medias were getting hacked I was getting messages I was like he was also um like stalking me and so and so I was dealing with all that and so I let my trainer know um what was going on he's like Katie like you you need to this is not okay like this is just not okay and he had to break it down to me to even realize that it wasn't yeah man which was like a weird weird thing because I didn't I didn't see see it was like because I was like I was so used to giving up myself to make yeah. someone else like right like so it was just normal to me yeah. to not respect my my own values and what was going on with me it was just something you just brush off yeah um so I ended up going to the cops and reporting it because it wasn't stopping he was continuing the threats um and it continued to get worse when you're in that position it it doesn't get better unless if you just yeah. it doesn't get better right yeah. um so I went to the cops and I reported it and I knew if I did that, I'd have to follow through on the, the whole thing. Like it was either you do this or you don't like no half-assing it whatsoever. Yeah. It was like, you got to follow through. Yeah. And so yeah. when I did, yeah, when I did that, they went, arrested him and they found videotapes. So th- he videotaped the the domestic abuse that happened for some sick reason yeah yeah and yeah. um i went through all that process that's crazy and, katie yeah like straight you up like, like that's really crazy and um and it's just an honor to speak to someone that went through that and and you're still here and, and i know i know you conquered it you got you're working through it like you you're standing over it, but I just want to pause and say, like, it's, it's amazing to talk to someone that endures it. Cause I know like you're not alone and, and other people are even now are going through that. Hmm. Yeah. Thank you. And it's like, this a little bit why I like, do you want to share the, the story a little bit? Because it is, it is, yeah. it, it's a lot of women do go through this yeah, and do feel, feel alone. And, um, I didn't have any support. So like family even said, if he comes to come kill you, then don't come crying to me type thing. And so I fought the whole case alone. And I was even told like, don't expect any jail time. People like this never get jail time. You're wasting your time. All this, it was my fault. Um, And I fought it alone and um, he ended up getting almost nine years, which was like, yeah, which that's when people start to shift is like, oh shit, like he must've actually done some stuff. Yeah. So from there, I really had, I, I built these masks. I bit, built these masks because 
uh, I had to go home and pretend to be somebody else because no one really understood. Yeah. And so I, I pretended like my life was okay. I didn't want to feel like a basket case. It was really difficult to, to ask for help and have that vulnerability because I just got like, it was just crumbled. And so, um, I kept it to myself and that's where I developed these masks of, Oh, look how great my life is. Mm -hmm. But inside I was still suffering inside. I, I was still struggling massively internally with suffering and I didn't want to, I didn't want to feel like I had to heal anything. So I tried to suppress it, tried to suppress it because I was like, no, like Katie, you've always been the basket case. Like yeah. you're bringing home tr- troubles. Like, don't do this. Like you're fine. Get up, move over it. Like, but it comes to bite you in the butt. Yeah. And yeah. And so there's, there's reconnecting with, with who I, my authentic self was and that revolved of a lot of internal healing. Yeah. Yeah. This whole period from like 19 to his arrest to you putting on masks and then even wanting to heal. What was the time frame there? So 19, um, he was put in jail. The, the I, I shouldn't probably phrase it like that, but uh, the, the court case ended in 2014 so that was 10 or eight years ago eight years ago and so it was about a year later um because he was caught on a kind of warrant and then after that um i went about a year and two of just doing my own thing doing my own thing pretending like just living up life because i got a second chance of life but that revolved a lot of suffering and I, I got in this relationship that I thought I was really at a good spot, but relationships tend to bring up the insecurities and the way of healing that you really need. And so I end up being a toxic person in this relationship because of all the unhealed traumas that I never worked through and insecurities. And so I'd be jealous, I'd lash out, or I would believe something that actually wasn't happening. And so I've caused a lot of pain that way, just because I wasn't healing. I wasn't looking internally. Yeah. And so it's, yeah. And so I had to take, like, I have to take ownership of that is like, it's not all guys that are bad. It's like, it's our responsibility to heal from our trauma. So we don't continue giving the pain. Mm. That's see, that's a, that's a message in itself. Uh, because your trauma is, uni- is unique and not everyone that comes on a podcast is going to say what you just said in the story that you just said, but everyone is going to be able to relate to the fact that they have pain and some sort of trauma. And when you say it's our job to heal it, immediately you can't be a victim. You have to take ownership. And in a literal sense you are a vic- you were a victim like in a literal sense, but we all are 
we can all play that card in a figurative sense. But until we take ownership, like nothing will ever change. And um, I love that you said that because that's that for me, like it, it really sums up like what this whole thing is about for me, for the listener, for you, like it's about taking ownership of this trauma that was unfair and wasn't supposed to be dealt to us and that caused so much pain and now now we take ownership and do something with it and i think that's the the power in it of like these traumas as long as you think that it's happening to you you'll always be victim but Mm. i made a promise to myself and it was even in my victim impact statement is like i hope one day i'll be able to help other people with the same pain but in order but in order to do that like you have to take ownership and not be the victim i never settled well with being victim because it meant that it defined my life it defined who i was yeah and that felt gross to me like that just didn't feel right to me I was like no 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 like this is going to be the biggest blessing if I choose for it to be but you have to become a certain person where you got to grow out of the victim mindset yeah 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 and I want to go there with you like how on earth did you get to a place where you're like it's time to heal it's time to do something, Katie. Like, I can't stay here. Like, did you hear rock bottom? Did you hear someone say something a certain way? Did you have a certain moment in time? Did Was it a culmination of events? Like, how did this whole thing start to turn its page and, and go to the next chapter? Yeah, so I became obsessed with personal development. I was like, okay, I'm going through all of this pain. But one thing that like really gave me peace was listening to personal development on YouTube and listening to other people's stories of how they overcome. So a lot of people around me just continued to play the victim role. And so I never had a great role model and overcoming of like what, what I truly want to become. And so I started listening to, um, YouTubes because I was like just gathering information and that's what I listen to every single day and then from there I struggled a lot with autoimmune um, and that's where I struggled with my health because I continued to suppress it Um, and that really helped me to want to become better because I found myself in a spot that I wasn't a great person because I became toxic because I wasn't healing my pain. Mm -hmm. I then physically got sick and became a a burden that way of almost victim of like, I don't, I don't feel good. This is happening to me. There's no answers. And I felt all the pain of also not having great relationships, not really having anyone. And so I was like, okay, like, do I want to continue feeling this pain or is something going to change? Like, do I want to live this life for the next 30 years, five years, 
the answer was no. So I knew something needed to be changed. And listening to personal development is one thing, but applying it is when my life really started to go the complete opposite direction rapidly. Wow. Wow. What was the first thing that you heard that you actually applied and it did something to you that you're like, okay, like this, this is good. This works. Like I did it. Stop thinking of, so thing that really helped things shift is stop focusing on everything that's wrong with you and start shifting your focus in the direction you actually want to go. Mm. And I continue to apply the same lesson because I still need the reminder of like not focusing on the fact that you don't feel good. Stop focusing on what happened to you, what's not going right. Yeah. Focus, focus on like what is going right. What can you do about this? How can this be a blessing? Yeah. And that in itself will change someone's life. Yeah, it's like uh, uh it's so good. Thanks for that. Like everyone like that's listening or me and you like right now, our minds are occupied in a conversation and the listener is occupied with listening to us. But if you're not doing anything like listening to music or a podcast or YouTube, like you have a certain dialogue in your head, you have a storyline, you have a narrative, you have your conscious conscious. And, um, when I think about mine, uh, you know, I, I, I've gotten a lot better, but I'll say that most of my thoughts were negative, like in the past and I, I still can go there, but, and they're not like, I hate you, Justin, you're a piece of shit, but like, let's just say they're not uplifting. They're kind of just like average and basic and like how on earth will you ever grow if if that's if that if those are the thoughts that you really think about and that occupy your mind and 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 i want to just I, I say that because is that what you mean by shifting your focus are you talking about the things that we think about on a minute to minute basis throughout a day or yeah. you, like okay yeah so so and let's dive into that a little bit deeper because recently i even started to like really become aware of my thoughts yeah. I, I never like i i love the process but what always missed the mark was my focus of becoming aware of my thoughts of those negative beliefs because they were so deep those like little subconscious belief systems would just come up and so it's like when you're working out and i find this in a general sense it's like I've struggled with working out at the beginning mm -hmm. out of hatred out of negativity and it's gotten me so far but it won't get me that far yeah you know what I mean yeah. it's like okay it might get you up off that coach but if you're working out out of hatred because you, you hate where you're at it will bring such guilt and shame and then oh, it's going to make you so frustrated and confused with the process. And it will, it will prolong the whole thing. And wow. most likely 
If you don't shift your thoughts that's in alignment with your actions, you'll probably give up. You'll probably wow. start to have the belief system of this isn't for me. This doesn't work for me. Oh, I like, there's got to be a different way. There's got to be a different solution yeah. and go down that trip. Yeah. But if, or you'll start if, to resent it or worse mm. you'll do. And I've, and I've been there before. Like I do it out of like legalism because I have to, and I don't even want to anymore, but I do it just to say I did it to check it off. And it's like, then I fucking just resent that shit and it becomes like machinery. And I'm like, not even present. Oh, it's the worst. Yeah. Yeah. It's like this, like just force going up against a wall. It's like just this forceful action and you're just hitting a brick wall every single time. Yeah. There's no flow. No. No. (laughs) And so the huge shift was, changing my thoughts with the outcome that I want it with the actions that Mm I, that will get me there. Yeah. That will, that's the stepping stones. So those that are working out, like for me is like working out, will get me a certain result. But if I'm doing it with a hateful and negative mindset, it will be a struggle the whole way. But if I'm, if I'm working out and I'm like, Katie, you're a freaking badass. You're going to get these abs. Your body, oh, it is looking fine. And I'm having that narrative in my head. Yep. Oh, the results will come so much faster with so much flow and like have a whole completely different outcome and experience. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. That's good. And that's just for working out. Like you apply that to anything that you do, apply it like, to food bro like (laughs) i hate this shit i I don't want to eat this right now like no i'm getting leaner all this food is giving me life it controls my thoughts it's actually giving me a higher rate of vibration and energy and i'm like gonna be able to be a better man or a better woman like you know what i mean instead of like this prideful selfish little bitch that wants to eat like a big mac right now like (laughs) but Okay, let's even go into that because I love this conversation because um, when I was struggling with my autoimmune, I had to look at food completely different. It was now not for pleasure. It was literally if I want my life back, I have to serve my body good food. So then you start the looking at food differently. It's not to please me. It's because it serves me or it does not serve me and you intuitively know what's right what's what's wrong yes and and so it's like like we were saying before it's like we were savages with food we're like yeah savage with food it's like but you can be savage either way you can either be savage with eating a bunch of crap or you can be like man i'm a savage eating this bowl of egg whites because i'm gonna get so lean my body's gonna look so good i'm gonna feel like top notch like that's the narrative (laughs) that's the narrative savagery doesn't understand positive or negative it's like a faucet like with water like it's gonna come out and it's gonna come out strong but you move it to your fucking bathroom floor or to your head right (laughs) (laughs) But like it's it it's savagery is the same. Like, fuck, dude, you can be 
I mean, yeah, you can take that a lot of places, but I'm just trying to say like energy can be used for anything. Like it, it's at the end of the day, it's pure, but it gets fucking tainted, you know? Yeah. yeah. And we all have a choice in our thoughts. So it goes back to like having control of our emotions to be able to create either positive or negative energy. But if you're in control, you can create the positive yeah. because it's so easy to be distracted by surroundings that are meant to bring you down yeah yeah so, so, so <laughs> yeah it's so easy because it's convenient it's yeah. what the easy route is but that normally leads you suffering in the long run and so that discipline that discipline with wanting to feel better, wanting that energy, wanting to be positive and serving the people around you and yourself. That's the reward of the discipline. Yeah. 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 Man. How important is that word discipline in your life and in your healing process that you went through? It takes discipline. Once I had a negative belief around that, before I, I, I attached discipline with control. Yeah. And this bad thing, like, because as kids, like discipline, so you did something negative. I think we need to shift that narrative to discipline actually decreases chaos. Wow. So it took the chaos out of my life because I, I have this discipline of taking all the distractions that are causing me pain out of my life mm. so I can make room for everything positive. Yeah. So if I have discipline not to eat that, the fast food, then I make room for good food. That's going to give me more energy. Yeah. yeah. And it becomes like discipline is power. Discipline yeah. is power. Yeah. 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 I think, I think I grew up to like associating that word with the way like a father disciplines a son or, um, it sort of always came when I did something wrong, you know, to the need to be disciplined and it, it wasn't shed in a very positive light. And, um, now is when I'm realizing like it, for some reason, discipline still means to me, like, you, you, you might not like it. Um, but there becomes like this realm of discipline, where it actually becomes your joy. And mm. that's when you're like in a good place, because now what was hard or what was uncomfortable has entered into that realm of like, flowing with it. And it's like yeah. a, beautiful, a beautiful dance. And it like, like I'll say like waking up early, like I would never want to sleep in. Like, I just, I don't like it. Like, you know what I mean? And it used to yeah. be the other way around, but yeah. like, it gives me so much joy to rise early. Um, granted, like if I went to bed early, right. Cause it doesn't feel good to bed late yeah. and wake up early. <laughs> it's not that much joy there, but like, if I'm on my regular schedule, like 10 PM to 5 AM, like, like, I just feel so refreshed. Like, and if I, if I slept more, not only would I just feel like bad, like I'm waste like I wasted like my morning, but like, I just like being disciplined in that regard so much more because 
I feel like so grateful when I wake up early, you know? So, mm. so yeah, yeah. That, would, that would be an example. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's like a beautiful way of elaborating it too. It's like discipline. Yeah. You're it's the short term suffering for long term reward. Yeah. Whereas like, if you, if we, go towards everything that you want in this moment that need and desire in that short term moment you're going to have prolonged suffering whereas discipline is doing the difficult thing first to have the long lasting rewards of what you truly want in life yeah what you truly want in life in the long run so hmm. it's a really cool perspective this thanks for that um i want to go back shift a little back to your story so the autoimmune and then the youtube videos and you're just growing you're changing your thoughts you're shifting them what what comes next what comes next well that's a very interesting um question so i started started my business a few months ago and I got into YouTubes and there was a lot of resistance with that, but I'm finally getting in a flow of things, letting go of the ego um, and coming from a place of just serving, serving people because I, that's, that's my whole purpose. But first I, I also had to go through some of my personal development, like through that whole, whole thing. So now forward focus is just on serving more people of getting the message out there as much as I can yeah. um, uh, starting a podcast and and really be like sharing all of our stories and so we don't feel alone in this process that there are solutions that mm. there are people who believe in you and so for me right now it's growing that and getting the stories out there to inspire others because right now there's heaviness in the world, but there's also a path that will free you from your pain. Yeah. So, yeah. What, um, what would you say, how would you accurately describe that path that heals people from their pain? Like how would it look? And of course, like, you know, asking anyone that question, it would be like, what, what's working in their life. Right. So, I ask it, I ask it to, to know, like, how would you answer that question, right? That path that, that you speak about, what is it, what does it look like for someone to find that if you have to give an answer to that? Whatever greatest pain that you're going through is to stop avoiding it, stop running from it, face it on head on with courage and to rid everything that has prolonged you carrying the pain mm. so whether that's drinking for you whether that's trauma for you whether that's negative self-talk whether that's like your food is whatever is in your subconscious screaming at you that you need to change to end the suffering you are in full power of doing so. You just got to square up with it, take ownership of it and releasing it. And yeah. it's a lifelong journey. And so take it one step at a time. Yeah. This one moment at a time. 
don't look at it as like how far behind you might be or trying to change your whole life overnight because that's what will create guilt and shame. So it's taking one step today to better yourself and free yourself from that internal suffering so you don't pass it down through generation to generation or onto the people that you love. Yeah. That's beautiful, Katie. Yeah. True. Yeah. So that's that's where I'm uh like where I I suppose on this journey and then yeah. Yeah. And you're you're a lot of times when I interview people like or when I go on a show or something like that, I I don't like coming across like, and this is just for me. Like, I, I feel like when people speak sometimes, like they come across like they solved all their problems. Like now they have this knowledge. And I'm like so careful when I, when I share because I feel like I, I still go through shit, you know? And like, I haven't figured it out yet. And I, maybe it's my personality, but I don't know if I ever will. I hope I do. I hope I do. I hope I always, I have everything like, you know set um but i i bring all i bring all that up um because do you feel like from 19 to now you're like a completely different person like would i have known you back then like or would you be like a completely different person (laughs) i'm a completely different person than i was this morning let's just put it that way (laughs) Like, I truly believe we are always evolving, whether it's for the better or not, like, we're always evolving. Mm -hmm. And so a few years ago, no, like, I'll I'll say as like, I I caused people pain, I caused myself pain, like, I wouldn't want to hang out with me. Mm. But looking back, I'm proud of those moments, because of how far I've grown. And yeah. I feel like I'm just beginning. Yeah. I'm like, that's the beauty of it is you think you start on this journey thinking that there's an end or this, this end result where we got to get to. Yeah. But it's this everlasting evolvement. Yep. Yeah. Everlasting growth. That's really good to hear. It's really healthy to hear because as a coach and like, even before I was a coach, like, to, to the average normal listener like it feels like sometimes within personal development like d- development like there's a there's a place we need to get to there's this holy land we need to arrive to and if we can just get there we made it and mm. it's like it creates this illusion that there's something to achieve or get and that some of us have it and some of us don't and mm. I don't fucking like that <laughs> because because I never know if I'm there and uh when I do get there whatever it is like utter holiness or like awareness of thought I don't know like money like w- whenever you get there then 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 what you know you just maintain it like I just I'm trying to reconstruct my viewpoint on that because I I feel like that is true uh, I, I feel like I'm living according to that narrative sometimes and I hate it. Mm, I've 
I literally I just been through this too it's the exact same thing I felt like I always missed the mark or it's like other people are doing it but I'm missing something yeah right like or it's like oh I'm doing something wrong I have to because I'm not where they're at yeah yeah like that's not good healthy personal development no but it's like but it's like masked in it you know like it's kind of like it gets gray because you need to progress you do need to grow we all want to develop like but then there becomes like back to what you're saying like this this unhealthy side of personal development and so I try to like not go there yeah yeah and like what I've been finding is like okay we're we're all on our own journey of and that's easier said than done because it's like I I struggle with the the negative mindset and so it's like oh I'm not there there's something wrong with me something I'm not getting and then it that snows snowballs and then you start comparing yeah so what's what's been helping me is like okay just focus on this one step what is this one step that you need to like that is personal to you like not in comparison to other people it's like what is the one step you need to take yeah that's good take that of, and breaking it down in these baby, baby bite-sized pieces. Yeah. Like, I, I was doing like all the, po- I was doing everything and I was like, geez, why am I, like something doesn't feel right. Something's not right. I wasn't focusing on the one thing that caused me the most pain, which was my negative self-talk and Whoa. eliminating that. Yeah. And so, yeah. So right. it's like, that was my next step. Someone's next step is looks different. Yeah. Yeah, man. And realize, and realizing that is like we're on this, we're all on this path. And if you focus on, like, what's been really helping me is focusing on the people who really believe in you. Yeah. And then just becoming more authentically you, rather mm-hmm. than trying to fit the mold of what, what you think would impress your mentor or what you think would impress your viewers. It's like no, it's like. <laughs> kind of brings me back to the movie um uh something of the lambs as like the guys, of the lambs? Yeah, and i think there's like a scene in there's like would you fuck me i'd fuck me it was like <laughs> so it's like goes it's like a weird thing but it's like okay it's like are you attracted to you are you attracted to the person who you're becoming and yeah. take a step back go bird's eye view yeah do you really like what you're saying right now do you really like what you're doing right now like are you really happy with it or are you doing it because you think it's the next right move for people that do what you do or do, like you said to impress your mentor or your friends or your lover or whatever like do you really really like the way you look you really really happy you really comfortable you know yeah this is good katie um closing up here maybe one more final question for you see where we go see where we go um no i think on a on a more on a more serious note like uh women that are in the situation that you were in right now um whether they're listening or or they don't know if they are or they know someone that is like gosh hearing you like knowing what you're doing now and what life was like 
however long ago it was when you were 19 and 20 and stuff. Um, what, what do you, what do you say? Like, what do you say to them? You know, what do you say to what's, what's the right move? Cause I can imagine it's so confusing, you know, it's not easy. Like the average person be like, Oh, get out. Like, it's not like that. And it's like, coming from where you're at now like what do you say damn so if I were back in my shoes I would say this isn't happening to you but there there there's a path for you that is so much greater than this moment and you can make this awful awful situation even though it it should have never happened and it can become the biggest blessing of your life because you are guided to find out who you truly are your authentic self because you're going to be forced to go deeper within Mm. you're going to be forced to go deep within or you're gonna you're gonna feel like you're sinking so it's either you rise or you sink and that is a blessing even though it doesn't feel like one right now yeah and to never ever put down the pen and allow someone else to determine who you are and what just because of your experience you get to write what comes after is it going to be that badass girl that overcomes or is it going to be the person who then falls short in every situation going downhill because you allowed a situation to control you but you have the power of what you write next beautiful thank you thank you that. yeah katie where can people connect with you and learn more about you you can connect with me on instagram kt the letter t lockhart l-o-c-k-h-a-r-t eight on instagram and on tiktok and i'm also on youtube it's called survive or thrive. I'm working on getting it changed to survive and thrive. It hasn't happened yet, but yeah. Fuego, so, fuego. Yeah. We will take, uh, I'll put this spot, this uh, link to this uh, Apple podcast on my story. And of course I'll put your Instagram and the show notes and we'll make some video clips and we'll, we're just going to have a good time. Oh yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to sharing sharing it and also getting you on a podcast. Here. Yeah, heck yeah, yeah. Okay, it was a pleasure chatting with you. I'll see you next. Yeah, time. you as well. Thank you.